It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I am here with some really, really cool musicians from the other side of the pond here, and man, they have some badass music, so let's welcome to the show Monasteries. <laughs> nice, to, nice to be here. How's it going? How you doing? You know, first thing I got to say right off the bat is, what happened to your logo? I can actually read it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was very much a choice from the very start where we actually we wanted a kind of logo that was a little bit different. And I think being able to read it was maybe the first most uh, most glaring difference. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, like, I think when we first came about, it's like we, we liked stuff like, you know, in terms of like logos and stuff like Vela Mayer and um, is it Legion, I think as well. But it's, you know, something that's a bit more like when you've got a lineup that's, you know, half the time it's, you know, a bunch of sticks. It's actually quite nice <laughs> to see someone you go, oh, sick, that's the same. Like I know who that is. <laughs> I know. It's a, and funny enough, it did come up in like a, a meme that was from like a, a, a really sick festival we played in Manchester called Fallen the Brawl. And um, <laughs> the sound guy put, put up the, or the the schedule and they put the, the logos as opposed to the actual band names. And like obviously some of them were completely unreadable. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, really helpful. Thanks. And then ours was on it and it was readable. And he's like, yes, get in. We don't. We kind of fit in, but not. <laughs> <laughs> now, I always, I always wonder with those logos. Like, no, no personal slight against anyone who enjoys them, nah, but when you're creating them, I'd never, I never understand where you get to a point and you look at what you've done and you go, "Yep, that's it. That's how it's supposed to look. That's perfect." Like, <laughs> how do I not know? I need, need some more tweaks. It needs some more, some more sticks and some more like spikes coming from it. How do you get to the point where you go, <laughs> "Yep, well, that's the one." Off. Yeah, that's yep. the point. There's a cut. <laughs> Well, here's my viewpoint. Nah, that's too many. Here's my, well, here's my viewpoint. You know, going back when, when, you know, metal was mostly underground, you know, it's like, well, maybe this is today's form of underground. You make sure nobody knows what your band name is, so only the people that really know will follow you. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I think it's, it's it's obviously supposed to be the logos meant to be as savage as the music is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, there's a there's a part in it that I I like that some of them that you know because you you've got more there to play with in a sense you can add more to it like you know add little new things and it's completely irrelevant to those sort of styles but like um municipal wastes logo for ages i didn't realize until i can't remember who actually designed it i think it was the drummer um and he said yeah i put like an inverted crucifix like in the logo Huh. It's just like, holy shit, like, I've seen this logo for God knows how many years. He's never even noticed it. Well, that's what's and, so know, wild, is the yeah. logos, like, there's there's so much going on that you really don't notice anything going on, mm. you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's like when you have, like, secret little things hidden in, like, the UPS uh, logo where they've got, like, an arrow pointing in the right direction. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I know it's FedEx, isn't it? Not UPS, yeah. I have no idea. It's one of them. <laughs> Someone that drives somewhere, something has something in their logo, and it made me think, yeah, that's cool. You know, you <laughs> know that's, what my, that's my poignant point, point you, for the day. <laughs> you know what I think they should do is, what they should do is, in every album, to get people to like buy the album opposed to just downloading the digital, buy the album, and in the album is one of those things. Remember when you were a kid, you used to get those things that were like the... You could read the secret writing on your cereal box or something. Oh yeah! Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so like a, a hidden download code. Yeah, so you get this thing and you use it. and You can look at the logo and you can actually see what it says. You do it on the actual yeah. CD as well, like in the actual songs. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, you, so you got one that's just mid song, you just go B. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next song two. Cuts <laughs> in between. We uh, need to. What we should do is we should start selling Monastery's blue lights for merch and putting it in secret writing on like on the album covers and whatnot. And then you can uh, you can see our kind of secret writings, but also the hidden shames within your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, you just embarrass all the fans. <laughs> nice. And ourselves, whatever's happened to the yep. CDs. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Happened to them in transit. <laughs> It's funny you mention a festival because when I see death metal festivals, you know, because I do radio coverage for so many festivals, and when I get the flyer for the death metal festival, it's like, why is this band lineup look like a tree? Yeah, <laughs> a tree after like five or ten tequilas. Yeah, it's like a winter. Well, it's a winter tree because there's no leaves on it. It's just like you know, if you were to go into like a dark forest during the winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it, it is just, it, like you said, it's a really good way to kind of stand out and get noticed on the posters. Yeah. And uh, it also helps the poster designer not have to put little kind of like ellipsis underneath and say who it actually is for anyone to be able to read yeah. who's on there. We're just trying to create less work for people, well, basically. Well, <laughs> that, that's exactly why. It, we're, yeah. we're philanthropic. We, we think about everyone. <laughs> well, you know, the truth is, is it, it's really they have like little kids that don't know how to write yet. And they're that's <laughs> that's like their their finger paint project or something. They and make we, the and we logo. Just the black metal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey. uh, I, say, I like black metal. Please don't kill me or burn my house down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm glad that you reiterated that because I was just about to come and burn your house down. Then, but now that you said it, I think I'll uh, we'll, we'll spare you. <laughs> Thank God. So you know what is funny? Okay, since you brought and uh, we brought up like black metal and stuff. I just had an interview recently, and we were discussing black metal. And I remember when the quote-unquote, and I say quote-unquote because they named it themselves, original black metal band 
when I got their first album when it first came out. And that black metal and today's black metal are not the same, and that's Venom's Welcome to Hell. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and I made a point in the other interview. I was like, you know, now, like, I thought Venom was really, really badass back then, and I still do. But now I look at them compared to black metal today, I'm like, they're actually a pop band. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Not the same really but I, I mean i think in some cases it works like vice versa so i'm a massive like old school thrash metal fan Me um, but a lot of the newer stuff you know from bands like in terms of thrash metal i just think eh, it just it just doesn't do anything for me like it's almost like you're saying it's a reverse case i think i feel like some of theirs is heavier back then than it is now one thing about black metal that's interesting as well is how many different kind of genres it started to influence as well. Like, oh, yeah. You've got, like, melodic black metal bands like Mjol, who are putting out really yeah. beautiful music, and, like, it's really beautiful and melodic and chordy. And then it's just blast beats and, like, high-pitched screaming over yeah. the top. you got, like... It's not even just that. Yeah. Um, black and deathcore as well. Like, you know, bands like Lawn Ashore and, like, Worm Shep, and they're just absolutely ridiculous ridiculous like you know you got two ends of the spectrum where it's just stupidly heavy but then it's stupidly fat like stupid fast as well and do me and it's like yeah yeah it's, it's almost the case you listen to it and you think where do you get off <laughs> like, well where do you stop you've hit a nerve with me because like yeah i'm an og thrash metal head from before yeah. they started calling it thrash metal like metallica yeah. was originally power metal and so back then you had very few metal genres because it wasn't really popular. And like today, it's like, I don't know, I just shake my head. Like how many different adjectives <laughs> can you put into the name of a genre? Like yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's the problem with what you said about the music today. Because if you take, you know, the big four of thrash, yeah, they were all in the same genre, but none of them sounded <clears throat> the same at all. You could pick, oh, no. God, pick no. yeah. any of them apart. Nowadays, when you have people in the same genre, even I, who have been into metal since forever, like, I can't tell the difference sometimes with these newer yeah. bands of who's who just by listening to them because they they use this formula. We didn't have a formula back then. You know, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like black metal needs to be like this and death metal needs... They kind of, like, just organically happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and what's like, even um, crazier, nowadays you'll have people arguing with the band about the the, the genre <laughs> yeah, that they define themselves as. Oh my god. Like a band will come out and they'll say, we're thrash, and they're like, no, you're like post-industrial hardcore, and it's like, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why so, I never like, I never ask a band, and this will lead me to my next question, I never ask a band like or talk about what genre are you because a lot of times what we think your genre is is not what you think it is and and it just doesn't matter why you need a label i'd rather which brings me to the next question ask bands like you is how would you describe to our listeners your band without using a genre label okay i'd i'd say that uh it's it's heavy and that would be about it because kind of one of the one of the things that we kind of really aspire to with our music is to have like multiple distinct typical genres going on within within a single song and to make them flow so i would just tell people that it's heavy and then i would let them go from there because that that that's all that's the only thing really that combines all of our songs together under one meaningful umbrella just very heavy <laughs> i think i think chaos is a very good word to describe it 
as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm, one of the things that I noticed from people, you know, they've done reaction videos or whatever, because we... I, th- I think we just love doing tempo changes like all over the place and just people just don't expect it. And you see them when they're trying to pop their head and it's like, oh, all right, it's changed again. All oh, right, it's changing. And like, you see them by the end of the video and they're like, Jesus, how many times are they changing tempo? Yeah. And, and like, you know, and it just fits in with like, I love that sort of like completely chaotic, like you don't know what's, you know, going, going to happen next and like, you know, not having a complete like a boring, well, I'm not going to say it's boring, it works a lot, really well for a lot of songs, but you know, an A, B, A, B, A, B, like song structure and not having an actual chorus. Like I like that, you know, having a progression with, you know, songs and not just, you know, sticking to a, you know, a regular pattern. It's you know, just, I find it's a bit more fun, and it, it, I guess it comes across as a bit, you know, ADHD. Is like I'm bored of this one. Let's do the next thing instead. <laughs> um, but it's it's a case of like you know, it's perfect. I think though. It just it, it you know, it just makes it more interesting. I think for, well, well, especially to play as well as to listen to. Sometimes. Yeah. And well, here's what I love about both of what you said. Okay, heavy. That is perfect because if you gave me that description, I would go listen to your music. <laughs> Okay, yeah, like, like that's all I need. Just tell me it's heavy. Tell me it's fast. That's all I need. Now, chaos put you off. <laughs> no, here's the chaos part that I like. Well, chaos just goes with it. But the chaos part that I liked is okay, so when you started talking about that, I was like, I was thinking, yeah, because I was thinking about your newest single and watching the video. And, uh, and, I just remember, cause so, going back to what we were saying, so many bands nowadays, I could sit there and I could skip through the video and it'll sound exactly the same every 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching your video, I was like sitting there multitasking, you know, and then all of a sudden you guys changed tempo. And I was like, oh, what the fuck happened there? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like it caught me off guard, but it was really cool. That's you know, that's what I think. That's what we've always tried to do with a lot of the stuff. Is you know, it, it's catching people off guard. Like I think, yeah, we, um, we released a song called Black Mass, and uh, I, I guess, it, I guess you know, with our sort of genre, it, it's a a bit of a trope sort of thing of like slowing down the riff. But I think, what did we get to when we slowed it down? I think we we slowed it down at the end until like forty BPM. <laughs> <laughs> And like almost like a ta- like you know, in the case you trained like tactical nuke, but like sort of vibe. But it was like a case of it just completely cut out, and then it come back in again. You're like Jesus Christ. Yeah, and one of <laughs> one of the things that we always, as kind of counterintuitive as it sounds, we always try to make sure that even though a tempo change might come out of nowhere, it always kind of makes sense, and it doesn't ever feel like jarring. It feels like it's complementing the next riff that's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather than it just being like, oh well, that was dumb. That song just changed out of nowhere. It's ah, okay. Yeah. If well, we think, if we can't like vibe to it, we don't want to change it. I think especially with if we're trying to like put those sort use like that sort of structure as well. It it's because it like I say, even though it is chaos, it's got to flow still. Yeah, like, absolutely. There's, there's nowhere around it. And, and you know what I love about it though is your music is kind of OG because that's the part that annoys yeah. me nowadays is. These bands, it's almost like, I don't know, some bands, it's almost like they don't have any cre- creativity. They're just doing metal to be cool. I don't know. But it, it's like, yeah. you know, you listen to the song after song after song, and, and I get bored because it's like, yeah. l- listen, you take the old school bands, okay? You didn't get bored because shit changed up the song sounded different everything sounded mm. different you know it's like it's like you said about the big four like it's 
four bands that technically fit into the same category, but they're completely different. Yeah. And even yeah. their songs, you know, it, like every song is different. You can tell a distinct difference between every Metallica song, every Slayer song, every, yeah. you know, and, you know, whereas a lot of bands now today that are trying to use this formula and don't have the chaos, it's like, that's the same song. You just yeah, I know, I yeah. know exactly what you mean. Like, like you're saying, those big four Metallica, they have like wildly different songs on the same album, sometimes mm-hmm. even next to each other. Mm-hmm. And I just think like they've given themselves a kind of a little pocket where Metallica lives, where they can do pretty much anything they want musically, yeah. and they've always they can always put out something that's that's new and fresh and exciting. But like, if you follow a formula and if you do stick to the basics and you don't add kind of that little creative flair to yourself. It, it's got a, like, obviously there's a market for it, but, like, as musicians, then, you'd, I'd, I'd be worried that I'd start to get a little bit bored. But yeah, it's, yeah I, it's, it's, it's tough. I, you know, on the, on the other spectrum, I give full, like, you know, credit to, like, bands like ACDC, because you can imagine you do a whole tour of playing pretty much the same drum beat or pretty much the same three or four chords for, like, two hours each night and you don't feel like your mental health is being impacted whatsoever <laughs> like I give, I give you full credit if you can do that i, I remember like yeah i remember um oh, when was it it was um I, I saw them at download festival in um 2010 and it, it cut for it cut i was watching the drummer the drummer play on the screen it literally cut away for like a second and he just had a faggot in his mouth sorry uh well yeah a cigarette in his mouth um out of nowhere yeah and you can't like, you can't he, say he, that he word in america carried on playing and yeah. literally just put a <laughs> cigarette in his mouth and nobody would have noticed anything like, <laughs> that was such that a cool. that festival as well that was such a flex on everyone else because acdc that their, their headlining <laughs> download and they were just like yeah we're not going to play on the main stage we're going to bring our own stage the whole fucking oh, stage yeah. wow. the back of a truck <laughs> aerosmith did this um the same thing at um hellfest i think was it two- when i watched them in 2014 wow. they brought they brought their own like um extension of the stage but it was hilarious cuz i think um black sabbath were playing the same night on their like you know their final like runner shows and they closed it off so Ozzy couldn't wander off from <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's good stuff. And, and, you know, I got to tell you, I've said this to a couple other UK bands when we're talking about stuff like this. Perfect example is I heard Ollie in an interview when he was being given shit lately about how Bring Me's music is now. And he's like, why do I want to play the same song over and over again on the whole album? Yeah, yeah. I, I fully get it. I, I, can't, I was listening to um, a similar sort of thing. I think it was... Um, there's a really good podcast called um, Off Off the Menu, and they were interviewing Sam Carter, and he was they were saying like the same sort of things. They were talking about you know bands evolving or whatever, and um, you know you got that one guy in the crowd or whatever who's who's saying um, oh yeah well, why don't you play any stuff off like the the first uh, the first album that you released or whatever. He said like, yeah because you know we have released like new stuff you know <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like you don't go to a comedian. He's like, oh yeah, do that joke that you did from um, when you first started. That was a really good one. And yeah, it, it's the same sort of principle. Like, why would you go watch a comedian? Like, and, he, and he's doing the same jokes each time. He's like, oh yeah, I know that one. That's really funny. That is. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's funny too because I was watching that metal show and Kirk Hammett was on there, and you know, Eddie Trunk used to have 
band's whole album lineup, and then you have the band member pick their favorite from first to last, and his least favorite is my favorite, Kill 'Em All. And, really? Yeah, and it says something, though, because, you know, from an artist's point of view, it's like, you kind of think, that's when I sucked. Like, I, I've learned how to play a lot better now, <laughs> you know, where I learned yeah. how to write shit a lot better now. <laughs> They've got the whole, um, I don't know how true it is, but there's always that kind of rumor that Slash absolutely hates Sweet Child of Mine and that the riff was just like a kind of warm-up riff that he used to play before he'd go on stage. And that then they, they said like, oh yeah, we should we should use that for a song. And now he and literally I, can't go to any guitar center ever. No, like, never. It's not safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, that makes sense too. And I could see that because how many times are there artists that, you know, the 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 song they think is the worst is the one that gets big. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when you go and you take a test in school and you're sure you failed and then you got an A. <laughs> well, it's like the uh, after of the EP that we released uh, most recently, pulmonary failure. Uh, the song at the end that Dan was talking about earlier, Black Mass. Uh, for me, when that came out, that was my probably my favorite one on the EP, and. Uh, it, it, I think it got the least streams out of all of the songs, and I was kind of yeah. like, oh, man, I wish more people listened to this. Yeah. This is just ridiculous. I think it's one of those, because it's like it's the album, or sorry, the EP closing one as well. It's, you know, people don't always tend to, you know, make it, make it to the yeah, yeah, it's the attention, um, it's the yeah, attention they get, they get span. The it's the yeah. attention span. Like, you're lucky if they get to your second song in 2021. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm guilty of that myself. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think everyone is. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty with our own music, like. <laughs> so let's talk. I'm bored. <laughs> let's talk about the new single, "Allowing Your Traitors to Die." I heard a rumor on, you know, on one of our news networks that they're gonna, you know, the Star Spangled Banner is no longer gonna be America's national anthem. It's gonna be your new song. <laughs> oh, that'd so. be really interesting to see you know when they have to make you do a sing-along at a stadium beforehand <laughs> like they, they got a football game on and they're like and now stand for the for the <laughs> national anthem and everyone's doing guttural screams in the crowd <laughs> it's just a circle pit all around the outside <laughs> well i did a post the other day by the way uh, funny as it may seem because i i did a post I did a couple posts. One is, like, forget all this bullshit that's going on. Let's just throw the whole world into a mosh pit, and and then we could just sort it all out there. But <laughs> I also did another post is, like, the next time we have a presidential election in, in America, instead of ha- voting, I think we should just have a wall of death. And, yeah, and, absolutely. <laughs> and the winner of the wall of death is the new president of the United States of America. <laughs> you got the Republicans on one side, the Democrats on the other. No doubt. And then if you, you, you put the uh, you put like all the independents in the middle, and if they survive, then just out of like pride, they get to they get to be they get who's, to just decide who's. I, president. I'll, I'll tell you, who, one like hype man though in the middle. Who who do you reckon that one hype man's going to be in the middle? Well, here's who I think the independents are. The independents are the ones in the pit that are like the 
really big dudes that don't know what moshing is, and they just stand there and they face the circle coming towards them and and, put, <laughs> and, and are pushing Alex, people. Alex Jones is that drunken dad that's just swaying into everyone with his um, <laughs> pint. No, he's the exactly. guy wearing like the the frog outfit. That's way too drunk. <laughs> yeah, he's in the middle in the frog onesie, and he's like face down on the floor, and he they're, they're throwing his uh they're throwing his shoes around in the crowd a little bit further on because that's come off. Any that, that that like, that that's, like protecting his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> hit. Uh, yeah, I love them too. I, I, and I'm the little guy, so I'm the guy that comes into a pit with that big dude doing that. I, I did to, <laughs> like one of my best friends when we were in high school. It was the first time he was ever in the pit, and he literally stood against the flow and was using brute force to push people out of the way. And I just circled around that pit, and like Mike Tyson, I lunged, I ducked down and came <laughs> and lunged at him and took him out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, I, uh, one of my, right. <laughs> so the other guitarist in our band, Ben, uh, we were watching after the burial for uh, for his birthday, and uh, some guys were talking shit to us out in the smoking area earlier on. And uh, as we were as we were moshing to after the burial, um, I got picked up in the air, and I didn't see who it was for a second, and then I saw it was Ben, and he was running towards the other side of the pit, and then he like launched me at this crowd of people. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realize as I was getting up that it was the guys who were talking shit when we were outside. Oh, and nice. he just used, I actually got used as a weapon against these guys. Nice. That, see, that's <laughs> fucking metal right there. <laughs> ben actually chucked you like a spear at people. Yeah, fantastic. like a cannonball. It was like a, I was like a human shot put. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. So, <laughs> so tell us more about allowing your trailers to die. That is a badass new single it's uh, dropping on the 29th tell us more about it yeah it's just another another step in what we've been trying to do in monasteries which is make the most erratic and chaotic music that we possibly can like josh's lyrics are kind of uh they're, they're a little bit in i say they're a little bit interesting it's a it's a really interesting take on kind of like the relationships that people have where like no matter how how good you think you are or no matter good how good you think another person can be no one's perfect in any of the kind of interactions that they have you've always got the capacity to to do wrong to each other and uh yeah like music i think video the video we tried to kind of reflect that in our own kind of special way but yeah musically it was just it was just another i mean we've got drum and bass in there for god's sake that which is is something that we've never really explored before Uh and yeah. hope that hope that we pulled it i think that we pulled it off pretty well yeah um, I, I think it comes across really well and I, i've got to say this is probably some of the most like technical stuff that we've definitely done as well <laughs> even even a, a lot of our the stuff on our um old ep and in terms of like with the amygdala chorus as well it was it was fast but it wasn't as technical whereas this has got like it's it's got breakdowns that'll it, it's I don't know the best way to describe it. It's, it's like you think, oh yeah, I can I can bang my head to this, and then you realise, no, I can't. <laughs> so, so I can get into, no, I can't. It's, it's like you know people trying to watch like um, Rush, like play some of this stuff. And like, okay, yeah, oh, no, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, some weird weird time signatures in there. Just just because we we hadn't explored it for a little while, uh, oh, yeah. like most of the stuff off pulmonary value was uh, three. It was all four four. Like uh, the majority of it was. Oh, yeah. 
We were, we were exploring 4-4, let's call it that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we're taking 4-4 to its logical extreme, nice. which is more 4-4, oh, yeah. with a little 8-4 thrown in there. <laughs> Love it. It is badass, so everybody definitely needs to check it out when it drops on the 29th, allowing your trailers to die. And, and you guys also have another cool major announcement on the 29th. And by the way, people, you're listening to this, and... The 29th is in the past, just so you know. <laughs> okay? Like, I'm saying the 29th, but that already happened yesterday. Okay? <laughs> but you can relive yesterday by listening <laughs> to Allowing Your Traders to Die. And why don't you guys tell the other really cool announcement? Go on, Dan. Take it away. Pleased to announce that we're signed to Seek and Strike Records. Oh, yeah. Label out of L.A. Currently hosting yeah. upon a burning body in Orbit Culture. Amazing label. Got some amazing, amazing stuff coming yeah. with them. Uh, the conversations that we've been having with them already couldn't, couldn't have been more forthcoming as a record label. And uh, we're, we're super excited to work yeah. with them. Yeah. And so the, the novelty, I must admit, of being a guy from the UK and being able to say, oh, yeah, record labels in Los Angeles. It's not been good for my ego at all. <laughs> at all. I feel like a celebrity. <laughs> it's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I love it. <laughs> so tell everybody your uh, how they can connect with you on social media, how they can get your music, all that good stuff. So you can check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, YouTube, um, our Facebooks. I've got to get this correct now. You send somewhere else and start looking at just actual monasteries. <laughs> yeah, we do get yeah. tagged in a lot of posts where pictures have gone to monasteries on holiday. I love yes, it. And then cool. they're like, yeah, at the monasteries. And then it's, it's us. <laughs> well, yeah, cool. That's really sick. Like, That's a nice photo of Nepal. But do you want to check out some technical deathcore? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so our page is facebook.com forward slash monasteries music. And you can also check us out on Instagram, which is monasteries UK. And I think that's all of them, really. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm probably forgetting quite a load, but I'm, I'm, we're on nearly every streaming platform possible. Yeah, just type in Monasteries UK into Google and just hope for the best. We should come up. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Quite Love good. your music. Love your guys' attitude. I can't wait till I can see you guys live. I, I can't wait till I can see anybody live. But. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> we can't wait until we can play live too and relive all the technical difficulties that we have before setting up and then remember how much panic that that, yeah. <laughs> that, that induces. I'm sweating before we even starting playing. I'm really excited for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for the great music and thanks for the interview and thanks for being on the Adventures of Pipe. Wow. Thank you very much for having me. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.